Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Brains Are Root podcast with me, Antarctic Ninja, and the wonderful loot, the body. Um, this podcast is where we talk about anything and everything mental health, so sit back, relax, and enjoy while we talk about all of our crazy and invite you along for the ride. So, if you go to patreon.com forward slash mental health and makeup, you will get to see the Brains Are Rude tier. And the Brains Are Rude tier is $60 a month, and for that support, you will get listed in the credits and panels for Brains Are Rude. You'll get behind the scenes Brains Are Rude content, digital downloads, early access, all of the post archive on this Patreon, exclusive voting power for upcoming topics. You will get a mug after three months of support. You will get a Brains Are Rude t-shirt after six months of support. You will get a Brains Are Rude organic tote bag after nine months of support. And after one full year, you will also get a Brains Are Rude hoodie. This is our Brains Are Rude Patreon tier to help us keep doing what we love to do for you. Rough couple of years. Yeah. But investing in myself and what makes me like... Happy? Smile? Oh. I am so thankful that I did because, you know, like, especially when we struggle with mental health, we were like, uh, we don't really deserve to treat ourselves. I know. You know, and uh, that's why that's I just, true. that's why I just keep working because you just think you don't deserve it. So you just keep working. You've got to be better and you've got to be better. And, and it's bullshit. It is actual right. bullshit. Like, and speaking of working. I know. Today's topic. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant way because let's be fair this is admittedly it's side hustle side jobs <laughs> but we are working um but, you know we do this as a side job to what we do every day i work full-time which is now put in this like i i, I realize how much i do and put into this now that I have less time, <laughs> like, holy shit, just see, and I full time mom. And while I love the job, the benefits are shit. Right? <laughs> like, I'll get paid. I'll get dental. I mean, unless it's me pulling the kids teeth out. All right. Like that. This is this is my dental plan here. But yeah, like, like this, this is the kind of work that I do I ever see my... I'm, I'm, I'm realistic. Maybe a bit pessimistic. That's probably due to my mental health. Um, this will probably only ever... Ev will only ever be sort of a side thing to earn a little bit of extra. I don't ever see it being my living. Um, that would be great, but I just don't see it happening. Um, and this is a job that I enjoy. This actually improves my mental health. As long as the games aren't making me rage... Then I'm great. Fair. Um, Fair. Whereas real life jobs, real jobs, um, some have sucked and destroyed me. Some are okay for me. So it all just comes down to where, you, like, just the company, really, and the people they hire. Well, before, before I had my diagnosis. Mm. I'm a very strong worker and I'm not depressed. And I because of the nature of bipolar disorder, you feel kind of invincible, so you take on everything you possibly can take on and then you're just like headed straight for burnout. And so I didn't I couldn't hold a job and I could I didn't know why. Because it's not like I'm not smart enough. It's not like I'm not I don't work hard enough. But it would tank my mental health and end up almost costing more money than I was making mm. trying to get everything situated and sorted with the kids and it just it ended up being something that I emotionally and mentally could not hold and ultimately like I've been able uh, over the years I've had different jobs that are from home and those ones like this is pre-pandemic I used to be a dispatch for something Similar to Grubhub, but like local for yeah. us. And being able to work from home, that's probably the longest job that I had. Um, yeah. 
because it's customer service, which I can do. But I am in a very different part of my life where I am trying to create, like, to sharpen and and build my content creating to be my income, to be my support. Yeah. And so, like, I... It took me years to even consider it, though. And so now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, what what can I do? What can I create? What, where can I clock in? That's going to be steps in the right direction for making this become a reality. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very much and, still in that point of side hustle. Mm-hmm. Very much. Like, I've... Uh, I'm only coming up for two years streaming in total. Jesus. Because I started just basically as the UK went into the first lockdown. Something like around that time, March, April time, if I remember correctly. Which is just insane. But yeah, when... Uh... Started doing my sister sucks at video games. It was pre-pandemic. We started in uh, December of 2018. That fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was crazy. Like, it's fun, but I, if I were continuing to do that channel, I don't think that it would be anything more than a, ho- a hobby, a side, yeah. a side thing, because it wasn't. It didn't fuel me. It didn't fill like like. It was fun, but it wasn't. It was fun, it, yeah, but it but wasn't like... It didn't feel you and go, yeah. ooh, I want to do this, I want to do that with it, and sort of push it. Yeah, I mean, it kind of got to a point where I was like, I mean, I guess I'll, I guess I'll stream. Yeah. Yes, you can. <laughs> and sometimes you go through that, and that's, you know, whether it's a side hustle or, or a dream job, mm. it is, uh, I mean, you're going to go through those moments where you're like, is this, do I have the time and energy for this? Yeah. I feel like that happens in the workforce too. Like, do I oh, have the energy pretty. to do this job <laughs> daily? Da- I, I, and I don't even think that's a mental health thing. That is just life. <laughs> like, I've had multiple different jobs in many different areas and had a lot of different reactions to mental health from colleagues, employers, uh, and the such. So it's it's always because I got diagnosed before I started work, which was kind of probably kind of fortunate. Um, I remember my first job; I kept it quiet until they they genuinely asked me one day. They were like, "You you seem a little bit off. What's what's going on?" I was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I've I've got depression. <laughs> just yeah. throw it out there." Um, and they kind of just went, "Okay, that's that's fine," and then just nothing else there was nothing really heard about it right and following job i again kept it hidden didn't say anything and felt like i couldn't say anything because the people i worked with the the company didn't really have any sort of mental health policy as it was anyway um i worked there in 2018 so you know mental health was out about but there was no sort of Nothing really right. getting pushed at the time. Because um, of the people I worked with, they were, they would happily mock. You know, they would say, oh, mental health's bullshit, right. or this and that. You know, the usual types of jokes. The usual, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't getting on well with, with that job. Well, not the job, but the people I was working with anyway. So that just sent me even further down. Ended yeah. up... Uh, End up quitting that job due to my mental health because it absolutely destroyed me. There was no doubt about it. Um, and then my previous job wasn't too bad. I was there for three years. And they were relatively open about it. You know, they would be like, you know, if you've got any issues, come see us and all that. Um, and they did in the final year. I did actually do. They did make it mandatory to do a mental health training module. Which, to be fair, I was the first one to do it in my store. Mainly because my manager went, he's doing it first. Let's get it, let's get his input. Because I, at that point, I was very open about it. I was like, I have depression. I have anxiety. I have OCD. There's no fucking stopping this. Um, right. And to be fair, it wasn't bad. It was a good start. I felt they could have gone further. Um, And it just never got any... Like, it, 
it was a nice start, and there was a few people that were like, oh, this is bullshit and all that. But most of them were all right with it. Um, but my current job, this is the best one. They have a mental health first aider there. That's which fantastic. Is, which is great. Like, and the place is, is it, you know, it's it can be busy and it can be stressful, but it's it's a lot more relaxed and they're more open about issues in general. And it's, and I think that's the main thing. I feel like people would have fewer issues just knowing that if they needed to go to somebody, they could. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I feel like that would take down a lot of the anxiety of like, oh my god, what happens? You just go talk to them. Mm. Okay. Well, if that's the... Alright. I can do that. I... Because this is weird. Because this... I, I have noticed this, especially while I was doing interviews while I was trying to get my current job. Um... And in my old job, they did have a, a, an outside company that did like free counselling and stuff that they paid. You know, if you ever needed it, talk to them. I never used it personally because I just I chose not to. Um, so I can't comment on how good or bad it is, but I have seen that happen quite a lot now. They are they are becoming more, especially in the UK, employers are starting to become more aware of of mental health and trying to give people either a mental health first aider to talk to or an outside company or HR or someone, um, you know, to, to talk to if they do have a problem so that, you know, we don't have this issue where it gets buried under everything else and it just keeps escalating and escalating until you end up not being there. Right. <laughs> because... And a lot of the companies in our area we're very like network centric town so like all the business owners are always meeting new business owners and interacting and connecting and it's great um and going to different meetings in our area they've started doing full personality tests Ooh. and there's one that has like i want to say like 32 personality traits or something <laughs> and like Based on the order you get them in, kind of tells a lot about how you experience the world around you and how you accept criticism and how you accept compliments and how you handle pressure. And a lot of the companies now are really making sure to have that happen. So they, as employers, mm. go, oh, okay, well, for you, verbal recognition is a big deal. For me, it's not, but I can do that. I can recognize you when you do the things I need you to do. Mm. And so, like, it's a really cool way that employers are not only, like, learning about their current employees, going into hiring people and seeing if it's even compatible. Uh, because somebody can have all of the right things on paper, but then you just don't get along and you just yeah. can't get along. And so here we've been taking it can't speak for the u.s because um really aren't words for how insane it is from one place to the next but um, <laughs> you know in our area our, our small area of missouri um it has been more of a con uh, like more of a conversation and mm. more and more people are becoming like certified in these personality tests so they can go to companies and help give them out because it, it is making a difference in how pro productive those companies are becoming. See, that's the thing. I think it is companies are finally waking up and noticing that you you have, you know, finding the right person, not just skill set wise, but also personality wise. So they fit in and, you know, and they they are starting to spend a little bit more to look after you so that they are not so the staff turnover is lower and then morale's higher so the production is is higher and it's just better all round they are finally it's taken a while but i think companies are starting to open up and realize that we kind of got to look after these people otherwise they disappear right they and that's and the turnover rates are insane especially now especially mm. now when I could go down the road to a fast food place and get $14 an hour walking in the door. I 
don't really care to stay in a place that I'm not feeling appreciated if I don't have to. Yeah. That's that's the so, thing. It's, you know, if if you can... If you find a... And I think that's the thing. Like, they, they, they offer, like, a lot of money. But half the time, it's... A lot of people don't care about the money. It is more about just being content enough in a job feeling safe yeah yeah and if you're not feeling like that you you will be feeling because the most common mental health issue relating to work is stress um and that's what i feel like they are starting to they're trying to combat now is lower that stress level they'll be happier less time off work because they are not stress causing other issues like sleep uh, lack of sleep or any physical injuries that make them mean they can't work, stuff like that. And it's quite nice to see that they are finally, finally turning it around, honestly. Yeah, and and to me, just, it was so impactful to see the mental health conversation beginning. I never even really considered its implications in the workforce. Mm. I just always was like, oh, God, we're talking about it. But the the significance of employers going, oh, hey, this thing affects so many people. How can I make it work for me? Because mm. that's what employers need to do. They need to figure out how to make the money work the best way they can. Yeah. So they can make more money. And in, in the case of mental health, providing help, providing options, yeah. making sure that people know that they can talk about what they're going through and they're not going to be, like, given a whole bunch of shit. Like, I, even with my mental health being a factor and that being hard enough to get a job, mm. can you imagine in a pandemic age... How many times I have to go pick my kids up from school because someone close to them coughed? I bet that's quite a few. I have nine kids in school right now. <laughs> yeah, and a toddler at home. And I shit you not, at least once a week, some kid is sent home for being close to someone who might possibly be positive for COVID. Whatever, I appreciate them trying to be, like, on top of it. I hate that they send the kids home all the time. I only hate that because they send me letters about how I need to partner with them. <laughs> increase the kids' attendance. I'm like, yeah, how about you just fucking stop sending them home? <laughs> attendance increased. And so, <laughs> like, uh, if I had a how could I explain to my boss, at least once a week, I have, yeah. to, I have to leave now. I have to leave now to go get my kid. Yeah. It's, like, I, th I think that is the biggest thing is employers are not just listening more, but they're also hiring people that are more understanding and listen more themselves. So that it is becoming more open. So it is breaking away from the old thing where it's just, you do your job, you, date, you say nothing, you just get on with it. You show up eight to five, don't talk back, do the things. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. Even the thought of that is giving me anxiety. I, no, I don't like it. I don't like it when it does that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's mm -mm. it's not fun. Like just just no. And your job doesn't have to like always be, you know, butterflies and rainbows. Hmm. It's never but going it to be all the time. It is important that you have those times though. That, those segments of time where it's like, you know what? I enjoy going to work. Mm. I enjoy my job for what I'm getting paid. I feel appreciated. Like, it's good to have that feeling. It's, like I said, you know, not going to be every day. There are going to be some days where you're like, God damn it, I just want to be doing nothing. So we much. all have that. So much. <laughs> yeah, we like, all have just, it. It's just being content enough to just, you know. And if you're not feeling content, you know, it, it sucks. And... If you're not feeling if you're not feeling great due to your mental health because you know you couldn't sleep or something because of bad thoughts or anything, that's where a good or a half decent employer will be like, okay, you're not 100% today, you know, just do what you can, you know, just try your best. 
that that's what I'm seeing more of, which is way better to deal with because you feel like you're listened to and you can, you know, not just not take it easy because you know you you don't want that because you tend to be beating yourself up because you're going slower anyway. But they're right. more understanding about it than yeah, they're less patronizing. They're less like yeah. You think you could just go ahead and do what you need to do? Yeah. Like, oh, and I'd like to go home now. <laughs> old, like the old-fashioned type boss, which I've had, I've had a few of them. They don't give a shit. They don't really listen to you. They just give you the orders and go, do it. Come back when you're done, type of shit, and that is annoying. Makes your mental health worse, and just fucks me off to no end. Like I hate it. I, so, for me, being talked down to, mm, mm. I'm not a stupid person. I do struggle if you say, you gotta do it this way, and I go, why? Not to be difficult, you tell me why, I will be able to do it that way. I will know exactly why I have to do it. Mm. If I go, why, and you're like, because this is how you do it. I hate it. I hate it when they just... It just is. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> just tell me. And that's... I will... I... Just... How my brain works. If I can't get past that why, I can't do the job. Mm. And it's not me being stubborn or difficult or mean or rude or defiant. My brain's like, why are we doing this? I'm like, well, we have to do it. But why? <laughs> I already asked. And get an answer. Okay, but, um... Why? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's becoming like, I feel like there's a lot more communication mm. and, and openness in the workforce with like, people say, hey, I understand that this is how it's done, but I need more clarity. I need to understand why. Mm. I feel like that question's being answered more. You know, I feel like people are showing up and being like, oh, because you're thinking differently. Yeah. Just, let me try a different explanation. Like, I feel like that's actually becoming more, instead of like a, you just do your job. Mm. You can't, because I don't know why. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have experienced that sort of firsthand. I, because of my anxiety, I like to just double check everything. You know, someone gives me a list of things. I will just repeat that list back and just be like, yep, yep, yep. The, the, it's correct. This is all you're asking. Nothing extra. I'm not doing any more than I need to, anything like that. I've had people go, stop repeating me. I had that for a good two months. Every day, multiple times a day. Stop repeating, stop repeating, stop repeating. It never went away. What a shock. Um, right. Whereas, so you want me to stop repeating you? <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> like, and that's, and that was in a job that, made me want to hide my mental health and I had to try and cope and it made, you know, when, when you're not able to at least partially think, like let your brain work how it works, it makes it a lot harder, makes it more stressful, makes it more difficult to think correctly. Um, I was younger, I'd say okay. I'd say okay when I was stressed. <laughs> Understand that? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Just, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I would, I'd panic. I, I and... when I get stressed, I frazzle. I'm just like, like normally I'm quite methodical, you know, make my list, work through it. Stressed, <laughs> that list goes bye bye. Uh, our lists even. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, uh, have I done this? Have I not? I don't know. And no, no, yeah. And this, this, in you know, in other jobs, you know, it has paid off for me to question it and make sure that I am you know, I am correct before I do it. I've had that actually in the last couple of days. Today alone, I had one where I was like just double checking, you want this and this. And thanks to me double checking about that, they actually realised they had made a mistake their end and corrected it. So we were all good. And I'm like I've had people tell me just not to, you know, not to question things, not repeat everything. And I'm like, yeah, but I need to just for my own sanity. Right. Because if, right. I, if I, I don't question it and double check, I will question if it's even correct. I will think I've done it wrong. And, and I that's just... 
So, quiet. <laughs> quiet will get me. If I'm like, hey, this is causing me a little bit of anxiety. If it's like a memo or a text mm. or whatever. This is causing me a little anxiety. I'm not sure if this is what you mean. Let me know. Nothing. Then every, like, let's say 10 minutes. I'm like, oh my god, they hate me now. Oh my god. I, I did it so wrong. I did it so wrong that they don't even want to talk to me anymore. Like, that is not how it works, okay? <laughs> I, 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 again, I have felt that and had that and I've experienced that. Not just today, but in the last two weeks, pretty much every single day at work, it is, like, I've, e I've, I've sent out an email or I've sent something, I'm like, you know, I've given it an hour or so, I'm like, did, did I send that? Did I send that? Did I do it correctly? Did I word it right? And I have genuine. Yeah. I had to genuinely ask him and just be like, just to double check, I did send this to you, right? <laughs> Well, I've had, I've had I'm like, in, in the streaming realm and even in like, like friendships in my life, I've had times where I will send like this, I will be sending messages or I'll send a long text and I got nothing. Mm. I will straight say, okay, could be that you are busy. My anxiety is telling me I said something wrong or did something wrong and I just need to know what it was. Yeah. And I'll be like, I appreciate your honesty. I've just been busy. And a lot yeah. of the times they're like, I respect the fact that you're telling me where you are and why it's happening like that. One of the things that my boyfriend recently said is uh, something that his younger sister, like, it's always stuck with him that she taught him, that you have to teach people how you want to be treated. Oh, yeah. And to me, that was like, I always feel like an inconvenience. I'm working on that. But if I'm asking you to do certain things because it's for me, I'm like, but why would I do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's hard. It's hard to put ourselves in a position where we're like, we're important enough to have rules and boundaries and things that, that make us feel heard mm. and seen. And I feel like... Not just in relationships, but in the workspace, that's oh yeah becoming, especially if you've got somebody who's there to talk mental health and ever. Mm. It's kind of nice. I've not had to, I've not had to like talk to them yet regarding my mental health, which is kind of nice, but it, it's a nice, it's nice thing to know that if ever needed, it's, it's there. It is. Really? There. I do think that that probably negates a lot of stress. It, like with every employee there because like okay i think i might fall apart today there's a plan in place like, genuinely, like that I, I like knowing there's a plan in place like i genuinely i walked in one day and i was it was just cold wet windy you know i was tired and someone was like how are you i was like not great they're like hmm. he's kind of unfortunate he's not in today i was like oh not like that but like, even other people are like, if they ask you and, and you give, like, weird answers, they're like... I, they they can. I went for the like, longest go time. on then. <laughs> you could... I used to say some of the craziest shit when people would ask me how I was doing. Not because I was feeling... Like, I mean, I would say food, I would say colors, I would just say, like, random shit, just to see if they were listening. <laughs> Let me tell you, they're not. <laughs> I don't think I had anybody stop me ever. They're like, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, purple flowers. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Slightly. Like, no. Yeah. Genuinely. So, I, I, in my. heard it's a big deal. <laughs> in my old job, it actually became basically a meme at that point. By the time I left, they, they would walk in. They'd be like, how are you? I'd go, I'm here. That's it. They wouldn't, they, <laughs> they would not like, they'd be like, as usual. I'm like, yep. <laughs> Because I, by the end, I was just, I was physically there, but mentally I was not. I was yeah, nowhere I, to be I seen. I remember, you were so stressed out. Yeah. Towards the end of it. And you were, you were really excited about getting the new, the new. Oh, yeah. Like, because... it's just better routine, which is helpful. And see, that's, that's another thing. If you've got bad mental health is the routine. And yes. if you're unfortunate enough to work shifts, it fucking 
blows your fucking mental health out of the water. It's a horrendous. Like, it takes so much to get work used next to. Week? I don't know. Ask me tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, oh it's stress, stressing. Like, because I've missed so many streams due to due to working. I missed hanging out in streams that I really enjoyed. Yours, because you used to stream exactly when I used to work, and I was like, for fuck's sake, every time. <laughs> well, and that's honestly like even in streaming though, having consistent schedule, having consistent content is really important for mental health because mm. you can just jump into it. I mean, just to be clear, everybody who's ever streamed does this. You can jump and be like, I'm gonna always stream forever. Oh, gotcha. What time? I don't know. Whenever I feel like it, that's not gonna work. Yeah. I, I genuinely, I started streaming <laughs> like that. I literally streamed any Everybody every day did. I could. Every day I was off or any time I was in an evening. I, I, I got to a point where I streamed. I think I streamed fourteen days in a row for did a good you do two that in hours. December? Uh, no, I did a, I did a YouTube video and TikTok every day in December. Oh, but to be fair, I kind of cheated on that. I did a lot of the, mm -hmm. I, I did a lot of the the shooting for it in one day, nice. and then nice. kept it as simple as possible every day. But yeah, I used to stream like every day when I first started, and it's it's not good. It's not clever, and it's right, just... right. <sighs> and you hear people. The, the... It's like people say the grind, you know, it's all about the grind and the has and the hustle. I'm like, no! Uh, that's not grinding and hustling. That's just killing yourself slowly. Just, yeah, but you're I, slowly destroying yourself. Like, no, thank you. Not no, That's not fun. <laughs> you'll have people who are like, uh, oh my god, my brain just died. Never mind. It's about right. <laughs> yeah, about right. No, they'll be like, oh, you just gotta, you gotta get out there as much as you can. Like you're saying, the grind and the hustle. And then you've got those... Or like, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter what time you get on. It's kind of getting on helps. Mm. Just like, just stream for an hour or two every day. <laughs> it doesn't. If you're just sporadically doing, it'll your actually times, do, it'll do more damage because yeah, because because un, if unless you genuinely are doing it just because, you know. And you don't look at the stats or ever chat or anything like that. So you basically don't sort of notice them. Then, yeah, you're probably all right. But, oh, excuse me. You're but, not going to grow. <laughs> but, yeah, like, if, you, if you're doing it sporadically, there's probably less people in chat. There's not going to be the same people in chat to sort of grow that community and and, and get the, you know... That's how I got my mods. They just they stuck they stuck by me, and now they run the stream. Um, Honestly, I was blown away by the the community I had on my other platform that has come over to the mm. new platform I'm on, and like it's hard enough to get people to change like platforms or mediums, yeah. like getting people to go from Twitter to Twitch or to Insta or whatever. So to go to an entirely different app. That people don't really know very much about to be on Bego now. Having some people come over with me was like so it meant so much, but it also helps kind of show how important it is to the people who want to be in your stream mm. for you to be consistent with your content so they can show up and, and hang out. And I used to stream at night. And streaming at night worked for me because I homeschooled. So during the day it was time for the kids. Mm. But now streaming at night is killing me <laughs> and i only stream for 30 minutes at night but it's like i'll stream throughout the day have a break and then stream at night and it's right around dinner time so i don't get to really see the kids i don't get to really hang out march yeah, is that. gonna be different because i am signing up differently you know lesson learned but having like you need to make sure that you have something consistent for your routine and for your sleep schedule. Some people mm. do really well. My younger brother is very well staying up all night and being asleep all day. Fuck that. His biological clock is flipped and he excels late at night and sleeps during the day. Can't do that. Ah, fuck he used that. to get like, 
I used to wake up every 30 minutes. You. That was my sleep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not great. Now I have to have eight hours of sleep. I don't get a vote in it once <laughs> I take my nighttime meds. It's eight hours. And so nice. I have to stay on my schedule so that I can wake up and do stuff with the kids. That's the thing. It's always about trying to find, you know, any type of work that fits in with your schedule and your, you know, keeping you on a level playing field. If work is not playing ball or even, you know, causing friction, it causes issues and it will make your mental health drop. I know I've suffered this. I have cancelled streams due to work, due to having to work, or work being so stressful that I just couldn't. And it's all about trying to find that balance, and that that's really what's so much nicer about, you know, with, with employers and companies now, is they are starting to open up about mental health, making it easier, keeping that balance a bit better. When companies are more open to saying, you know, right, so these are the times we want you to work. And you're like, yeah, I can work pretty much within that a couple of tweaks, you know, to make it fit around you better. Because they have realized that you have a life. You're a human. And, well, and, oh. and it used to, my limited experience in the workforce <clears throat> used to be like grind hustle mentality at work. Like you need to put in your all, be your best self while you're here. Well, if you do that are not able to bring that home you're not yeah. able to bring that energy and that best you home and then your home environment becomes exhausting mm. and me going to work and then coming home it terrifies me because i can't imagine a job where i have to work harder than i do as a mom of 10. <laughs> that is yeah but if yeah. i go into work and i have to go to a this is work environment and then i come home those 10 humans are going to be very much on like my short list and it's not mm. because of them it's just that there's a lot and i've already been through a fucking work day yeah and so like for me just the idea it it really like mm, mm, it stresses me out so badly thankfully i don't have to work full time i'm allowed to pursue my you know mm. content creating but worst case scenario, my content creator doesn't work. I have, you know, support system and, mm. you know, think things in place where we're okay. But trying to get a job, oh, God. <laughs> See, I think oh. that's, I think it really does prove, like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know, you'd, you'd see people work all day and then they'd go home and they've, because they've had to try so hard at work they've done nothing at home and then that makes the home life deteriorate and i think that's why you see a lot of you know because some movies and, and tvs uh show this quite well is you know that's how marriages and relationships break down because the company demands so much of you so you're like right i've got to do this i've got to do this i've got to keep it up there and then this side of your life wants to demand that much and you just can't and and, and, and you, you always end up choosing the job, even though you hate it, because money. And it, that's what you need for the family, mm. right? Yeah. And it, it literally used to be, like, <clears throat> in the 60s, over here, uh, there, there would be, like, PSA videos in schools about how you don't... Your dad's been at work all day. You don't want to stress him out, so don't tell him any of your problems. Mm-hmm. Right? You make sure you help your mom and you make sure that you do what you need to do or, like, make sure you're being the man of the house if it was towards the boys. Like, it was very, very, like, this is what your cookie-cutter household should look like. Yeah. And dad's at work. And because work is stressful and work sucks, don't you even think about distracting him with your problems because yeah. he shouldn't have to worry about that. That's what was taught to kids. And so... Obviously, the shift in taking mental health at, like, as a family discussion or at mm. a level where you can share it, I mean, it's taken decades to get to where we are now, and we're still in the infancy of actually, oh, yeah. like, really being the, a safe place for mental health and for those mm. of us who are on our journeys. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Like back then, they used to, you know, pay was okay for the time. Um, you know, but you were work. You worked hard. You didn't get as much, you know, time off and stuff. And it's they they made you. But now they are starting to realise that you work them. You work your people that hard. They ain't going to be there long, or at full capacity. Like it's now. You know, now that the studies about you know the mind and and the mental health and you know how it all interlinks is there's more of it there's more research going on to it proving that if you don't look after these people and you're spending a lot of time with them you know 40 odd hours a week on average there's going to be issues if you don't look after them like they'll give you everything they can but if you keep demanding more they will break like there is no no doubt about it there is only so much they can take and over here I don't know the situation uh, in the UK, but 20, 30 years ago, you could work a low-level job and pay for your house. Mm. Here, maybe like, if you were to transfer, you're making less than they made at the time, cost of living is so much more. Oh, it's... And cost of living's so, going like, up. We're struggling to do anything. Like, it's ridiculous. It's been, and this is pre-pandemic. With mm. the pandemic, oh my god, we have something called the tri uh, child tax credit. Mm. When we file our taxes, uh, which we have to do every year, <laughs> we right we have. Um, We've already spoke there, about that and how right, right. dodgy that is. Something on there uh, where we can list the kids that we have in our household that are dependents, and we get a tax credit back. That's really just like money that's for the kids, really. Yeah. Um, and so with the pandemic, they actually split that money and gave uh, some of it every month to us for every kid that we have. And that was what was getting us through, honestly, because mm. you couldn't go out and get a job. You couldn't uh, really go out and do anything. And then that stopped. The last one that happened was December. Ooh. They have not done anything to kind of help the kind of families and households that were really relying on that to, you know, pay, like, rent, yeah. utilities. It's not a laziness because it's very difficult to get and hold a job. Employers are offering the moon, but that's because they don't think people are going to stick it out three months. Mm. You get some sort of crazy-ass bonus if you're there for three months, but if you get COVID, I mean, you can't – you don't usually get let go, but yeah. – but it's like, 10 days of hell and then when you come back you're like struggling to breathe still and everything and like they'll use that as a mentally. bad yeah it'll be bad performance bye right and, and i live in a place that's called uh at will fire state so like they don't have to tell you why they can just fire you wow yeah uh so wow it's pretty stressful as an employee um and it, yeah, they that, don't so, have to have a reason. They they don't have to. I think that's that's the th it's those sort of things that cause the stress, even before you even start the day. Like, mm -hmm. like if you just took that away and you know, made it a, you know you have to have these certain steps before you get sacked. At least then that you know that will give you a bit more like okay, I'm safe in my job right now. I don't have to worry, which would then make you just that little bit happier and then that little bit more productive whereas you know you know that you could just get fired for no reason at all whatsoever right at the start you start going what's the point why why give right. my all when they can just drop me take it away right we don't have a lot of like we don't have a lot of entry-level jobs that offer things like benefits you know mm. like we don't have a lot of a lot of things that like if, if i were to go out and get a job today would likely have to be some sort of fast food or restaurant. Yeah. If I wanted to go in, walk in, get a job today. Those are hella stressful environments to work in. Not just, like, company to company or, or crew to crew, but, like, just in general, the amount of volume of stuff you have to be able to do and juggle all at once. It's ridiculous. When 
when you pair that with anxiety and things like like how I struggle to move forward if I don't understand why. Yeah. Like, if I have somebody who comes in and they're like, okay, I want to order this, but I'd like to make the substitution. It seems like it'd be a totally fair trade and substitution. And I go and I'm like, hey, can we do this? And they're like, no, you can't. But why? Why? <laughs> why? Well, I... you just can't in the system. I'm like, I have pen and paper. Make it this. Here you go. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. What are you telling? Why? Why? Ugh. Yeah. It's just, like, oh, Like, just jobs are, they are just naturally stressful. But it's nice to see, well, especially in the UK, and seems like at least your area of the US, that they are starting to go, right, let's try and tone this down a bit, you know? see what we can do even, just like can yeah just cons- mental health could be a part of yeah. it <laughs> and it's that's that's the thing it's it's slowly getting there it's i wish i wish it was a bit further on i wish there was um i think as i said i think maybe in the first one i, I wish that there was mental health training in all jobs and maybe a mental you know a mental health first aider or a company that will do that sort of, you know, in, if they do need it. I believe that should already be, yeah, yeah that, that should already be there, but hey, it's not, and we're working on it. <laughs> and um, it is. We have, we have so many degrees of need mm. as far as growth and the awareness of mental health. Mm. And. I know, I know we're making progress. I know we are. I've seen it in the last few years since I've I've joined the mental health conversation, really. But I, there's still so many things I want to see. So many things. I want to see that when a child is born, the dad gets to be home for a little bit. Like, I want that to be standard. I want, how, how much I, is a little bit? Um, When I gave birth to my oldest daughter, my husband had to go back to work the next day. Like two weeks would be cool. Six, if if possible. We don't have anything. Let's get two. We got two weeks. Yeah. See, we get nothing. See that, um, and I think that is definitely a. I think this is why us doing the podcast is is quite informative because it's not just you know it's not just like mental health. It's very much you see the difference in how mental health is affected between two very much like first world I had nations severe, i had severe postpartum depression <clears throat> and postpartum depression does not mean you don't like your baby to be clear <laughs> part of depression is just a depletion of all of the happy chemicals because you just went through a trauma giving mm. birth it's a trauma it's a beautiful trauma and it just still does a number on your mental health I had to have somebody come over to the house every day when he had to go to work make sure I didn't take all the meds in the cabinet. Ouch. It wasn't for any other reason that I now had this tiny human who relied on me and I didn't think I was worthy of it. Mm. And so many people struggle with postpartum and they are home by themselves with baby. And horrible things can happen in that mindset. And I don't condone any of them. I'm just saying, with negative mental health, I think that being able to have dad there for just a week or two, just to learn the Ease new the pressure and, and heal. We have to heal when we give birth. There's, It's not just like, a, oh, that was a little uh, bit of exercise. There's... There's damage. There's damage done. <laughs> there are some moms who have to be cut open in order to have a baby. And they that's much longer healing than if you don't have to be, which also requires healing. <laughs> so it's like this huge traumatic event. And they're like, well, I mean, dad didn't give birth, though. Yeah. And and, and, and that, like, like that is, you know, it's bad enough for, for, for the mothers. But then the fathers, they want to be at home. Let's be honest. Right. They, you know, but they have to go back to work. That fucking sucks. And they hate it too. It does make them a lot worse. Their mental health does dip because they're like, they want to look after their family. 
but they know that right. you know they want to be there and help, but they have to be at work, and it fucking sucks. It does. It sucks so bad, and that's. I mean, we'll have to have another conversation on another day about how horrific these systems are in the U.S. for miscarriages, and how pe- women are treated when they get to the hospital. My God, it's terrible. And I know this because I've experienced it firsthand. And there's so ma- there's just so many areas of our society that we need to see. Nobody gives a shit about how it's going down. We need to see that somebody cares enough that it changes. And it would I I love that there is be- like that you, there's a visible shift mm. in a lot of workforces. I like seeing that. I'm intrigued and interested in finding out, or I guess in watching how that evolves. Mm. Yeah, because like there had like I've been done. How old am I now? For right. six. I think I've been basically in and out of jobs for six years. If I remember correctly, I may be wrong. It's five or six years. Um, and I I have seen a shift in in just that short of time with the companies that I've been with. You know, shift from not really like caring or noticing to having something in place, which is it's, it's a small thing. It's a small thing for a company, but Christ, does it make you feel good sometimes? Like, when I found out that my current job had, and because I mentioned it in the interview, I was like, I've got depression, you know, I have mental illness. And they were like, oh, yeah, we've got this and, and this in place. Christ, did that pull me in. Like, I, it made it such a big, like, I knowing that... paying me. <laughs> to be fair, I, mean, I, I was actually going to take less money per hour for this job than what I was on. But admittedly, it was more hours, so it evened out. And then I was told that it'd be higher than what they had originally said. So I was like, oh, even better. But the biggest pull was knowing that they gave a shit about mental health. Right. Like, if they don't... If they, it wasn't just if like... If companies don't care, I will walk away from them. It wasn't just like a pat on the head, like, it's okay, we know how to deal with that. Like, it wasn't yeah. like a condescending or patronizing. Yeah. It was like, no, dude, we get it. We get it. We got your back. Like, genuinely, like, a few, all, like, the last three or four interviews I've had, they're like, oh, yeah, we've got this outside company that we pay every month. Um, They keep everything confidential so we don't know, you know, how many people are using it or not. Um, Which I think, you know, fair. At least they're doing something. The ones with the, you know, the mental health first aiders, they genuinely turned around and went, yeah, like, we have a first aider in the office um, and people do go talk to him. It is, you know, he keeps it all to himself. There is nothing ever shared. And it, it just made me feel good that I knew that if I was having an issue, there was someone there that would understand and help make yeah. that stress just alleviate a little bit and help and figure out a plan to keep me there and focused and working, you know? And that's that was a big, big, big pull for me, was knowing that, they gave a, you know, they were trying something. To be fair, absolutely. Because Christ, a lot of companies won't give a shit, and they won't, you know, they won't, you know, they'll be like, "Oh, just get up, get on with it," you know. And you over it already? Yeah, and it's like, uh, no, I'm not thanks. Just though. makes it so much worse. It's t- small little things, and I know, I know, we say that they're small things, but it could be large to a company, but they really are only small. It'll, the, the, like, yeah, you may have to pay out a company or, you know, pay for a training, a bit of training, but in the long run, that will actually improve and make things so much better. Because, oh, just, yeah. I just, I just, yeah, I can't. Right? It's, 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 it's still in its infancy. Hmm. I I do truly hope I think with all of the the 
advocacy that's come out in the last mm. few years and all of the people who are being more and more open about their own mental health do you just see forward motion? I don't think that somebody, I don't think this is just going to shut down suddenly and be like, oh, okay, the mental health conversation's over now. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. So I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm just curious to see. Especially with. What's the next thing? I, f- I feel like COVID really did push it forward because companies had to realize, they're like, oh, shit, like this, this. So we have to adapt yes. to this and that's going to. Oh, excuse me. With the lockdown stuff, people couldn't leave their house. People's companies start to realize, oh shit, this you know, that's not going to be good for them. Right. You know, and they are starting to finally realize that you know it's we look after them, they'll stay with us, and do us good. Which it's just a win all around. Like, but some some companies won't do that. Of course, they'll think about Mm-mm. money over everything. But right, and then it's when you prioritize money over people, then oh yeah, won't hold. Yeah, it's it's not fun. I've dealt with those sort of companies. Not fun. They they will, you know, give you all all the work in the world with that, and you won't really ask for it. You'll just be sort of told, "Here you go," and then they'll right. take it away from you super quick, and you're like, "Well, that's not helpful." Like, shift work and, like, shop work, basically retail is a bastard. Because you can work at any point. They'll probably give you really crappy hours. Eh. Ish pay. I say ish pay because I was not too bad. I was very average. But And you'll deal with a lot of shit and they'll be like, hmm, that's the job. Deal with it. And you're like, well... No, I don't. I don't want to. So yeah, it's like I've just had a customer scream else. at me for no for for something that's out of my control, and you're telling me to just deal with it. I'm not paid enough for that shit, and that's right? the biggest thing people are realizing is, you know, you you you're paid, you know, a, a wage. That's fine, but people are waking up and going. I deal with there's a lot of stress and a lot of shit that I don't have to deal with. Companies aren't looking after people. They like they don't care anymore. They will move if they are, they are prioritizing their mental health well, over money and, and stuff. And with the pandemic, oh. it gave us a lot of options. Oh, so Everywhere many. Everywhere is hiring. Everywhere is hiring. There's no excuse to be in a job you hate right now because you don't have to. Mm. Everywhere is hiring. And I think it gave. You can go work. You could do food if that's what you want to do. You could get involved in like. In dream job for me, I would go work at Build-A-Bear. I would love that. <laughs> I would love it. I could, because you know why? The Build-A-Bear around me is hiring. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if there's something you want to do, there's a niche. You got yeah. it. You can do it. Just find it. That's the thing. The pandemic definitely did allow people and gave t- people to, you know, because they couldn't work or because of, you know, cause of the lockdown. It gave them time to think of, you know, I'm not happy there. They're not treating me how I want to be treated. They're thinking more about their mental health and themselves instead of work. You know, they've people are, people are waking up and realising, yes, I have to work, but they can at least, you know, work with me a bit. And if, if, they're, if they're not doing that, they will go somewhere that will. And, and that's why companies are waking up and realizing, oh shit! If we don't turn around, we lose everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, and that's it's definitely altered the balance. Mm. I think that the balance needed it. So. Oh, definitely. Like it, it got very much into a point where it was all, all in like the business owners and the company's hands. It was all stacked for them. But it, it's with with the slow shift, it is starting to balance out, and companies are realizing shit. These guys have power because mm-hmm. if if one person's not happy, they they tell the people they're working with that they're not happy because of this, 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 and this, and then the other people start thinking, oh shit, you know, right? he's got a point. You know, we're not, you know, either we're not paid well or health and safety shit or this and that, and they don't care, and it spreads. 
and it spreads. And I can tell you it fucking spreads because I know. I've been in that sort of environment where someone's complained about something that was unfair or not quite right. The whole team knew by the end of the week. Like, it right. spread. What did the company just didn't listen to it, basically. Didn't didn't care and just, you know, didn't listen to us. By the end, half of us, half, like a good good chunk of the team, all left. Month, within months of each other because of... Not just because of that decision, but a big factor in that decision. Right. And we all moved on to bigger, better things where people listened to us, people cared. And the company had to... Well, they had to hire new people and then train them all up again. Yeah. And I'm like, well, be nicer to us, we would have stayed. That's the thing. Like, right. and, and, and employers are learning to appreciate what they have and, and, and treat their employees with respect. Mm. And having little things like the first aider on site or the uh, like some, some type of insurance that it doesn't even have to be like super expensive per mm. employee, but something can be the difference between choosing one job or the other. Oh, as far as benefits so. go and having like access to care. And I think that it is becoming more and more the norm that there are options mm. given as as people are finding their way back to the workforce. Very much so. Like Companies are very much, especially in the interviews that I've had and the companies I've dealt with in my area of the UK, um, they will tell you all the benefits straight off. They will let you know all the good bits and all the shit bits, all in one. They won't hide anything because if they hide it and then You're throw it out... you find it you, anyway, right? Gonna, yeah, we're going to find it anyway, and then we're going to be pissed and probably leave anyway. So, you know, and it is very much... You know, they give you the option, you know, they tell you everything and they're like, right, make your decision. And you can really, really look into every single one and go, which one's better? Which one works best for me? Because that's, you know, work want the best person to do the job, which is fair. You're trying to find the best job that works for you. Right. And companies are finally realising that, ah, oh, shit, yeah, we better do that. Better sort of try and, you know, it's not our way or no way it's very much let's work with them and they will do more f more good for us than bad because if you have a high staff turnover you're just constantly training people and that then lowers your standards yeah and, oh, it's fucking Besides ridiculous that staff morale is low when you can't guarantee that the crew you're working with this week is going to be here next week mm. like it, it was known for months that I was trying to get out of the place of, of my last job. It was all very much a, a known thing. Did I give a shit? No. And I told people why I was leaving. Did it make a change to people? Maybe, maybe not. But I, I was very open with the fact that I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this place. And people understood why, which I think made them start thinking, no, this place isn't great because they are not caring for us in best way like they're not working with us as much as we would probably like right. and oh it's just that's the thing it's just it's just about getting the balance between you know employers going right we want this and employees going well we want this you know it's about finding that middle ground that agreement and people are finally waking up to it and going you know because Employees know that there's, there's a give and take. They know that we can't have it all. The ones that try to have it all, they're never in a job. They just, no. Nah. You know? And they're the. So it's finally that the company's asked because of so many people opening up and being, you know, the advocacy is really starting to, and the movement and the talks really starting to kick in. They're realizing this and they're like, oh, okay, right, yeah. Because otherwise, if you just stay right, this is it. Not many people are going to try even apply for you because the word gets around. Right. You know, You know, if, if you're a company that doesn't care about your employees or doesn't care about this or that, it gets around. It gets around fucking fast as well. Like, I've known things go around the town in 
a day or two because of a bad company. It's like, uh, God. Bad, bad news travels faster than good. Oh, big time, big time. More fun to talk about, more fun to, to share. Mm. Bad news travels, travels faster than good. So oh, big time. You can do ten things right, you do the one thing wrong, everybody's going to know it. Mm. I think that's, you know, companies are working, because obviously they've got, you know, they want to make money. They've got a reputation that they want to put out there of, you know, that will help them make money. So, of course, they're going to do things to try and keep that reputation up. So, it is helping that the the things that they want and want to keep is forcing them to change. Right. With society. And that is, it's slow, but it's happening. It's, it's very happening. much yeah, happening. Absolutely. And, oh, I can't wait just to see how this evolves and, and moves forward. And really just to see what sort of happens with it all. Honestly, like, I'm excited to, like, come back to this same topic in, like, two years. Oh, yeah. Be like, hey, remember when we talked about it like this? Let's talk about how, yeah. where we're at today. What what changes have we seen? What are we still wanting to see? Like, mm. I think that's going to be, that's probably going to be something that I'm really, really excited about once we get to the point where we have enough stuff that we're visiting. Oh, yeah. It's just to be able to compare the world we're in with the world that we have here in, in a little mm. while. Because it seems to be now that, you know, it used to be the people with all the money had the control and just, and chose everything. It seems like it's changing that the amount of people now and what they want is forcing the change. Not exactly to what they want, but they're coming to a compromise which works for both sides as much as possible. And it is nice to see that this, the amount of people is winning over the rich people, honestly. It is nice. It's definitely nice to see a, a shift in, mm. I don't want to say power, but, but who we're listening to. Yeah, so a social a social shift of, if enough people are saying it, well then clearly something's got to be done. Right. You know, and not just, you know, oh, I'm the rich one, I get to say whatever I want and I make the rules. It is very much, you know, if enough people say it, something will be done. At least look it'll at least be looked at to start with and that is i think that's the biggest thing and it is the best thing you know it's it's very much the mental health movement and and the talk around it lots of people and it's involving more and more people because a lot of people are relating to it you know and then that helps other causes um the lgbt uh, plus community uh, minorities, they're all talking about their mental health and how society has made it shit for them. Right. Um, which then obviously ups the mental health talk, but also opens up their, you know, that section of it and makes it even bigger and more people talk about it and they just, it will never stop. It's alright. I don't know if you can hear the kids or not, they're being real loud. Yeah, not really. Alright, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us on this episode of Brains Are Rude, where we got to talk about um, mental health in the workplace and the changes that we're seeing and the changes we hope to see. Um, I really appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out with Ninja and myself while we are just having a good old time talking about how brains are rude. Very uh, we'll much be so. back again in a couple of weeks, and we appreciate you spending your time with us. Bye, guys!